0: Set your alarm for Saturday mornings on KYMN for the Raider Wrap. Join me, Jimmy LaRue, at 10 o'clock each Saturday as I talk with area coaches and gather insight to the ins and outs of high school sports and activities. A.J. Reister will bring you up to date with all the scores and highlights of the week along with one-on-one interviews in our segment of Meet the Raider. It's all right here Saturday mornings starting at 10 a.m. on KYMN 95.1 The One. 95.1,
1: the one station where our playlist goes on for days. You're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080 at KYMN Northfield. Uh, We're joined now by State Senator uh, from District 20, Rich Dreheim. Senator Traheim, good morning. Good
0: morning, Jeff. Thanks for
1: having me. Yeah, did you have a good weekend?
0: You know, we put the docks in on Saturday when it was so nice out, but the water is still very cold.
1: Yeah, it's only uh, the beginning of May. May 1st was Saturday, so I, I would imagine that's true. Let's get into the legislative session because you'll have a lot more time with uh, your your dock and fishing and boating and stuff uh, <laughs> in a couple of weeks, hopefully. Uh, the session's getting down to the last couple of weeks. It's really getting to be a crunch time when things get serious. Let's start off by, uh, I guess, is talking about where we're at in the process. You know, all the uh, bills and everything have gone through right now. Is everything in conference committee at this point?
0: Yes, yeah, so all our, you know, it's a budget year, so all the uh, the big budget bills are in conference committee. We got all of them done last week, and uh, we started meeting on on the conference committee um, structure. So on, on the bigger bills, you have uh, five from the Senate, five from the House, and then if you have a smaller bill on a conference committee, normally that's a three from the senate and three from the house and then you try to work out your differences
1: now let's take an overall view uh earlier this year uh the uh, republicans and the democrats each came out with kind of target budgets uh the overall numbers weren't all that far apart uh you know of course within that that's in the details that's where the whole thing lies uh is it at this point, are you sorting through where the gaps are and what the priorities are from each side?
0: You know, we're, we're trying, but it, it is a little hard when, uh, so we both come out with kind of our starting budget. And then uh, normally leadership meets with the House leadership and the governor's office. And they try to come to an agreement on a total budget. And then we bring that back to the conference committee. So we're kind of on hold a little bit until you know what our target will end up being. Um, so there's a lot of it's, it's like poker, you know everybody's not showing their hand and you know you have you have groups that are threatening not to move forward. Um, you have the, the the bipoc group in the um, in the house threatening, if we don't have more police reform you know like we did last summer um, you know they're not going to vote for for a budget and they want the government to shut down and then there's some talk on my side of the aisle um, you know if we don't end the emergency powers we're not going to uh, um, do any budget bills that that type of thing um, so it is it, definitely interesting probably the most interesting uh, uh, budget cycle i've been through
1: yeah it's totally different than what we have seen in the past due to the uh, circumstances Let, let's talk a little more specifically about it, uh, some areas uh first of all let's uh, th- about that uh eviction off-ramp uh the moratorium off-ramp uh, you have been working on that we talked with uh representative lippert from district of 20 and he'd been working on the house version uh where is that sitting right now are the sides uh, in agreement on many things there Well,
0: the House just- theirs this last week Um, and it's almost an extension to the moratorium more than an off-ramp and and it has more to do with tenant law um, that wouldn't belong in in our our housing area to begin with, Um, you know, permanent changes than than it does to do with an off-ramp. So we're, we're on different planets as far as the two bills. Um, you know, we, our, our bill identifies different steps, different problems that we heard from the stakeholders. Um, and we try to have a sensible off-ramp like 42 other states have done. But the House bill actually extends the, the eviction moratorium, so it does the exact opposite of what I thought we were trying to accomplish. So it'll be interesting moving forward.
1: Have you started on that conference committee yet? Have you had any conversations? Are you are you on that one?
0: No, I will be. I'm chief author of the bill, so I, I will be on it. But no, we we haven't um, technically named conferees yet. But it is in our bigger bill. The House doesn't want to run it with our housing um, budget bill. Uh, we want to, so we'll we'll dual track it. So we'll have it in my big budget bill for my housing committee and then we'll run it separate as a separate bill, but it will be the same bill. Um, just running two different tracks to see what we can get done.
1: All right. Will you be uh, serving on any other of the uh, conference committees?
0: Um, besides those two is just jobs. Um, I, they asked me to be on that jobs conference committee. Uh, you know, I have quite a bit of experience in, in that area. um, so I, I really enjoy that. You know, we, uh, we lost a lot of jobs with, with COVID. A lot of businesses shut down. Um, but we had great news this last week. Um, you know, our, our, our job openings, if you will, um, are pre-COVID numbers. So we have 127,400 job openings. Um, so that, that's, that's good news for people looking for work. Uh, that there are a lot of jobs out there. Um, you know We have a lot of training programs. Uh, there's no reason we can't get more people back to work. I'm um, I, I, a little confused because they, they also extended the uh, unemployment for another 13 weeks, and I, I didn't really understand that if we have all these jobs opening. Uh, we have the vaccinations all the way down to age 16, so my 16-year-old daughter, could get her vaccination if she chooses um so i i i don't understand why we would need to extend those unemployment when we have plenty of vaccinations available a lot of people have already gotten their vaccinations i get my second shot tomorrow um you know so I, I a little confused by what what the state's doing
1: let's take a look at the uh, job industry i don't know if you've seen numbers uh from throughout the covid period uh, or since we've been ramping back up here hopefully it's uh, getting a little bit more open but uh, are there certain sectors of uh the employ of employment that are either in more need than others uh or are there any that, that have an overflow
0: well i i think you know whenever i travel i see help wanted signs everywhere um you know i was just at a a a restaurant um on friday night and they decided to close on saturday or excuse me sundays because they can't find enough help and the help they do have they want to give them a chance to have have a day off um but they just can't find enough people to work um So I I, I know of a lot of, you know, car dealers are always looking for good mechanics. Um, Of course, all the manufacturing, uh, the warehouse type jobs are always open. Um, So just getting people uh, out working and, and, and finding a career.
1: State Senator Rich Graheim is with us. We're talking about uh, what's going on in the last couple of weeks of the legislative session, and let's uh, focus on that for a minute. Uh, you've got two weeks left to get things done, at least in theory anyway. Uh, uh, let's talk about what your schedule is going to be looking like, and what the, what, the, what is the process that the Senate and the House will be going through over the next couple of weeks?
0: Well, it, it's kind of hard because we uh, we'll have what we call floor session more often. So normally we just go in twice a week for floor session, Mondays and Thursdays. Um, Now we'll be going in more days. And then um, the gavel for the conference committees changes between the House and the Senate. So every day um, we rotate back and forth. And like, like this morning at 8.30, so in an hour, I actually have two conference committees that I'm supposed to be at at the same time. Uh, and then we'll go to the floor. And the House meets at different times than the Senate meets, so it gets really complicated, and you're usually drug into two or three different spots at the same time. So it's it's really hectic for the last couple weeks, and it'll be some long nights. And then there'll be a lot of dead time, and it'll be what we call hurry up and wait. So, um so hopefully we can get our work done and, and keep the state open and and be able to get home to our families full time.
1: Well, it sounds like a crazy schedule. I wouldn't trade, want to trade places with you for the next couple of weeks anyway. All right. Senator Dreheim, is there anything else you'd like to mention while we have you on the air here?
0: No, I, I just appreciate your time. And I just want to apologize for missing last week. We had a, a water pipe break in our, our basement and, uh, I, I was kind of
1: busy. Yeah, so well,
0: I apologize for that.
1: Ooh. Well hopefully uh, not too much damaging. You got out of control by now. Thank you so much for being yep. with us. Yep, thank you. Mm-hmm. State Senator Rich Draheim from District Twenty. You're listening to the one KYMN Northfield, Minnesota.